0: Hello everybody! It's a multi-award winning film that is designed to make viewers relate to the horrors of the dairy industry. But is the next girl any good? You're listening to Vegan Talk with me, Anthony.
1: And me, Julie.
0: Welcome everyone. This is Vegan Talk and today we're talking about The Next Girl.
1: Yes, it's hard hitting, it's won a shed load of awards and it comes with a sensitivity warning. Anthony and I have watched it and we're going to discuss what we thought of it and whether it stands to achieve what it's set out to.
0: Okay, so let's get straight into it. We should say at the outset, this is going to contain spoilers. It's a short film, so if you want to pause the podcast now and give 16 minutes of your life to to watching the film before you hear it. That's probably going to be the best way of enjoying this podcast. However, if you really are not bothered about hearing spoilers or hearing other people's opinions before you watch it yourself, then by all means, carry on. And I guess the other warning we need to give beforehand is the film itself in its first shot makes it clear that there's explicit upsetting content. It's 18 plus, all that sort of stuff. So do bear that in mind. So in terms of where the film's come from, who's made it, why it's been made, the director is Tara Bennett-Smith, who is an indie filmmaker known for Blueprint and After Midnight they have done other work. Um, It's already won six best awards and one finalist designation in the narrative short film categories. When you go onto the film's website, which you'll see a link to in our show notes for today's episode, loads and loads of... Awards they've been nominated for and that they've won loads of different film festivals. So it's being highly acclaimed by lots of people. The studios that made it are called V Kind. They dubbed themselves as a vegan studio, whatever that means. I mean, quite where they draw the line, I'm not sure, but that's how they dub themselves. They're based in Phoenix and they're founded by creatives who are, quote, passionate about producing content that inspires a kinder world. They say their mission is to produce high quality videos that helps to spread awareness about animal welfare and the environment. So can't really quibble with that. Very laudable goals. At VKind Studios they believe by being mindful of our impact we can create a better world for all those who inhabit the planet. Now the film came out in November 2023. It is available on the studio's website but you can get it on youtube as well which is arguably a bit easier to share so that's the kind of background to the film julie let's get into spoilers now the plot the sort of premise of of the film we're saying film it's we should keep stressing it's about 15 16 minutes long so it's it's not going to take two hours of your life to watch it can you give us like a rundown of the plot the storyline the concept of the film as a whole
1: so the film opens with the main character who's played by Jamie Logan and um, she's giving birth and as soon as she has given birth um, her baby is taken away from her and she joins the other enslaved young women who are living in something that looks like a bit sort of like a the London underground kind of like a tunnel
0: Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? It I wasn't quite sure what that was meant to be.
1: Well, I think it's symbolic imagery there. But anyway, these women are sort of in this tunnel and periodically they are removed, Jamie Logan also suffers this and impregnated by the men who are clearly the staff who are keeping these women and then they become pregnant and you know again their babies are taken away from them. There isn't a huge storyline to this. There is a point at which the main character has a wee wander out of the tunnel area and glimpses a little bit of freedom and quite touchingly as well sees her own mother at one point as well but you see her going through two cycles of this giving birth and having her baby taken away. And there isn't really any resolution to the film. When she comes back in having had her baby taken away, back to join the other women, she just lies down. And that really is the end of the film. And it then cuts to, as if we didn't know the what they are referencing throughout this entire film, which is the experience of dairy cows. So that's that's the film, really.
0: Yeah, there's about sort of a minute, I would say, at the end where they are showing footage from the dairy industry. And it finishes with a message, doesn't it? I'm, I'm going to misquote it now, but it's basically change what you're eating, change, change yeah. your lifestyle, go, go vegan, saying something to the effect of... For the animals, for yourself, and for the planet. It's yes. Something, yes, isn't it?
1: Absolutely.
0: So let's give our sort of broad brushstrokes, personal reaction to the film to start with and then we'll get into a bit more detail pull out some different threads but starting with you julie like what was your personal response to the film you've watched it twice haven't you
1: i've watched it three times now i think
0: i not get enough of it
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i don't know i have to say the first time i watched it because i knew from the start it was about the cows the dairy cows and so i st- i started crying what a blooming
0: so
1: I started crying. <laughs> How oh,
0: dare you express emotions, from Julie? From the get-go, <laughs> what a I, terrible weakness.
1: I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so that was my my first response was just to cry and think about cows all the way through. Then the second time, when I'd sort of braced myself a little bit, I was I was able to analyse the film a little bit more. And again, on viewing number three, I think it was a little bit frustrating for me. I wanted it to be stronger in mm. the lead up to the ending. I think the ending was really powerful Very very powerful But I wanted the build up to that To be stronger
0: Can I ask Julie What was it about the ending That resonated with you?
1: Oh gosh Each time I watched it the ending made me absolutely howl. It really did. So that the animal agriculture imagery and the words were just a blur to me because I was crying so much. It's just the moment that, it's best that people don't know about it in advance, to my mind, but anyway, the moment when it changes from humans to cows.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would agree that I feel like the last 60 seconds of the whole film excluding the credits, were were the best part of, of the film
1: for yeah. me. I don't know how much you need the first bit to be not so good for that contrast to be really shocking, though, maybe. I don't know. But the bit in the lead-up that I did not really like was it did feel a little bit gratuitous. Some of the close-ups of Jamie Logan were a bit too... I don't know, Sexualized isn't the word, but it seemed like a vehicle for her too much at mm. points and not very genuine enough. Just it seemed like she was still managing to look quite glamorous and that's not part of the narrative really, is it?
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd say my personal responses were were not dissimilar in that I think, in a sense, it felt like a bit of a missed opportunity. Um, I, I'm the kind of person that watches harry potter or reads harry potter and kind of picks out the the flaws in the in the world that's been created and say well what about this then well how does this work like i really need i really need like a sci-fi premise to be really airtight otherwise i'm just watching it the whole time questioning it and you know the premise of this film is one where they are using human beings being treated in in the same way as dairy cows to try and make us empathise, I guess, with dairy cows. And I feel like it was quite a stretch at times. Of course, there was the cycle of them being impregnated and having their babies taken away from them. I think, am I right in assuming, Julie, or in inferring that when she sees her mother through the the great... Her mother's being put into a, a truck to presumably be taken off somewhere yeah, and killed. I'm I think, assuming that's yeah, what's happening.
1: Yeah, because the guy says this is a one-way journey. So, yeah, dairy cows get slaughtered when they're still quite young.
0: Yeah, so there are, there are similarities that they are bringing into the film, into the plot, into the narrative, to try and make us empathise with dairy cows. But there were too many holes in it for me. There were too many things where it's it just felt a bit complicated. And my issue with things like that is that then somebody watching the film who is not vegan and is wanting an excuse to say, yeah, well, it's not really Mm -hmm. like that. Or, you know, but people are often looking for a way to rationalize their behavior and Mm -hmm. excuse it. And I think, you know, whether it's the fact that the jailers were the people who were impregnating them, whereas in the dairy industry, it's it's generally speaking, it's artificial insemination. There were quite a few holes in the analogy or the allegory whatever word you want to use for Mm. it that then gave people an excuse to kind of go yeah but it's not like that that said like we've said that the ending was very powerful and i just kind of was left almost as strange as it sounds wishing that i'd watched 15 minutes of the dairy industry rather than 14 minutes of humans pretending to be in the dairy industry and then one minute of the dairy industry at the end but i'm vegan and have been for a little while perhaps you know, I'm not the person that this is being aimed at. I mean, am I being unfair there, Julie? Do you, Do you think the the analogy worked for the film? Was it strong enough to do what it wants to do?
1: Mm-hmm. I suppose they must have done their research to try and pitch it the right way. I, like you, was picking up on things like when cows have ear tags put in, they're not yeah. nice little neat things like her little earring in one ear. Yes. They get whopping yes. great plastic, blunt plastic shoved through both ears. And the, the yeah. holes, and the big slits that make in their ears, is they're massive. So the ear tag thing was laughable actually. I really didn't like that. And of course it was very sanitized. You know, the women had more room than dairy cows have got, and they were in a very yeah. clean environment. Dairy cows are not in that. They are crapping down themselves and each other, but they couldn't put that in a film perhaps, but those women were they're, they're, those women were too clean.
0: Well, I think they could. No, I think they could. I was, having seen the trailer, I was preparing myself for far worse to, to watch. I thought I was going to be watching something actually far more hard hitting than it was. And, and of, oh, you know, don't get me wrong. There's, yeah. you know, there's somebody being sexually exploited. There's people being imprisoned. There's horrific things going on. But actually, like you say, in a, in a sense, they held back.
1: Yeah, and they weren't emaciated like dairy cows are. Her mum, who had the leg injury, it was really painted on looking <laughs> as well. Yeah. It was really badly yeah. done. I noticed that with a limp yeah. and everything like that. And even the whole impregnation bit, that jarred with me because mm. it's right enough because most dairy cows are um Impregnated by artificial insemination, and it is carried out by the farmer, by mm. their keeper, very, very roughly to their damage, you know, internally. But that scene was just, there, there was just that weird bit where it sort of focused on our eyes a bit, and it was just a little bit, I just thought it was just a bit kind of mm. strange, really, and sort of gratuitous, something about it. But yeah, that's not the way... It wasn't accurate. If they'd done something horrible and vicious and mechanical to her, (laughs) um, that would have been Mm. closer to the... The truth of what um, dairy cows have to endure, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I I guess a fair question to consider is: Well, why make this film? Like, why not just show the dairy industry? They've made a conscious effort not to do that. That's the whole premise of the film. Having watched it, can you see an argument as to why produce this film rather than just bring out another? 15 minute expose on on dairy because
1: for some people because everybody's got a different way of connecting with an issue and i think this serves a purpose for the people who feel they cannot Connect with a cow's experience in life or just wouldn't want to or refuse to do so, they will more readily connect with a human and then from there, you know, have that link made for them. So I think it's a bit of a stepping stone for the people who just not in a million years would watch a film about cows, or if they did watch a film about cows, their brain would just be othering the cows the whole time. This thing is forcing people to see mm. it through uh, the lens of a human experience and the equivalent human experience. Most of us don't need it. We can empathize with non-human animals but some people maybe just cannot do so.
0: I mean I hope I hope you're right. I've got to say I'm I'm not convinced. I think the the audience who would not watch Animal Agriculture would also not watch what is still quite a grotesque film. You know, grotesque things are happening to sentient beings, you know, I wouldn't show this to my mum. I I wouldn't show this to well I I just know lots of people would not watch it whereas the the, the nowhere to run 20 minute short film that came out just at the end of last year from Earthling Ed there interviewing three slaughterhouse workers, for me that's showing the human side of things, mm, the yeah. real human side of things. It's not fictional like this film. That to me is is helping people empathise from a human point of view first and is more likely to make a bridge across. I don't want to sound disparaging of anyone ever trying to make a film for the sake of animals because of course it's a wonderful thing that they're trying to do, you know, for whatever critiques we might be making but I feel like that's a better way in.
1: But nowhere to run is possibly going to have more impact on the people who want to perhaps consider their consumption of meat and things you know from slaughterhouses although a good shout out to veganism as a whole but this film we're talking Mm -hmm. about the next girl is taking on the dairy industry and I think that maybe needs a bit of a different approach because it's much Mm -hmm. less well understood because people don't associate Mm -hmm. that with slaughtering. And a lot of people who are vegetarian justify their consumption of dairy by saying, oh, but the animals are not killed. You don't have to kill a cow to take its milk and all that. So it's a different message that we're trying to give to people and
0: that's really interesting, actually. That's really interesting in that people who are currently vegetarian are ripe to watch this in a sense, but they've also got an understanding of, well, I'm making a presumption here, but a lot of people who are vegetarian do so because they don't like horrible things yeah. to happen to animals. Maybe this film is for vegetarians then. I think, I think I've just got scepticism about people who are omnivores watching it because I just think if, you're, if you want to be in denial, about what's happening to animals you're not going to watch this in the same way that you're not going to watch animal ag but perhaps a vegetarian would be different
1: but if you nippy vegan girlfriend partner best pal or whatever is going to make you watch something you might say yeah. yes if you think you're going to look at jamie logan for 15 minutes as opposed to sit through two hours <laughs> of looking at cows mooing and being unhappy or whatever so it's an easier sell isn't it but it still gets the point (laughs) yeah
0: maybe i don't know i don't know if i'd go down that line (laughs) for, for many reasons i mean do you think this obviously this film has been filmed at film festivals it's available on youtube could you see it ever being shown on tv it's odd because things like earthlings and dominion they absolutely mm. will not be shown on television weirdly is the fact that because i mean there's all sorts of grotesque things on shown on tv you know oh if it's after mm-hmm. the watershed it's fine i don't know like i've I've watched more not regularly but I've, <laughs> I've watched more grisly films than that is there an argument that that could actually get on tv whereas dominion wouldn't
1: i don't see why not yeah i do not see why not
0: yeah and yeah. like you say if it opens a opens for door a door for somebody that it wouldn't
1: so in answer to the question about you know do we need this film and you know who do we think it might be reaching and all the rest of it it's really hard to say but what I do know is that different messages reach different people so the more exposure that we give an issue the better and what touches one person doesn't always make logical sense to us so Mm. people's route to understanding an issue it's quite hard to predict and we just don't know when the penny's going to drop and when they're really going to connect with something and they might need a human being to look at to make that connection first of all so i think they're definitely is a place for this film i don't know that i would really go out of my way to show it to anyone in particular but i'm glad it's out there because people will even if they don't watch it the fact that it has been brought out people will be talking about it and what is shown in it Mm. and that in itself is good because it's hard for us to keep remembering this because we know what goes on in the dairy industry but we didn't always somebody had to tell us and yes for loads of folk out there they're the same they need to be well they need to be but it's better for the animals if they are told so we all need to be talking about this because the cruelty and the abuse and the slaughter and all the rest of it of animals happens out of our sight we just see the end product we do not see the process
0: yeah yeah i i agree that like it's people are seeing it and it's having an impact you know that that these these film festivals that are giving it awards and, and nominations to my knowledge it's it's not like food food awards i mean if you see ever see this this is just my in-depth knowledge of the food industry having been part of it for a few years but you can basically pay for an award you just send send them the money and you get nominated i don't know that that's the case with films maybe it is listeners let us know um but even the people at these film festivals are watching this film and seeing it and for that reason alone yeah i'm i'm glad it's been made currently on youtube it's had a about 10,000 views, which is not massive, but equally that's 10,000 views. So that's great. It's better that it's out there than it's not. I think my hesitation, and again, I really don't want to gratuitously criticize vegan people's efforts to advocate on behalf of animals. However, (laughs) you know that thing where someone who's not vegan has a vegan sausage or some vegan cheese or some vegan chocolate, and it's the first time they've had it, and they go oh that's horrible therefore i don't like all vegan sausage cheese food or whatever okay yeah my thinking is and my i'm catastrophizing i know but how easy is it for us to get people who aren't vegan to watch a pro vegan a pro animal rights film it's not like they're queuing up at our door every day going right come on, Julie, what have you got for us today? Earthlings, is it? Oh, brilliant. They're not. It's an achievement to get people to watch these things. And for, for all the reasons we know, cognitive dissonance, denial, wanting to rationalize your behavior, all those reasons, good old human psychology, they're things that are stopping people looking at these things every day. Therefore, when we do persuade somebody to watch something, I want it to be the very best. I don't want it to be gaping yes. holes, yes. massive issues with it, where someone could go, well, that's not what happens, you know? And mm. all credit to these people for trying. All credit to them. Well done you. We've all got to try uh, uh, as much as we feel we can. However, is this going to be a film that I recommend to somebody? Almost certainly not, I'm afraid. Now, I've watched it. I'm glad I have. Um, And maybe at some point in my life, there's going to be a situation where I go, oh, do you know what? That thing that person said is perfectly answered by this short film that is available for free on YouTube. Hooray. Send them the link. Off we go. However, if I've got someone who's like, hmm. Might be interested in in seeing some vegan media or learning a bit more about things. <laughs> I'm not showing them this. Absolutely not. There's way too many problems. And th- my my thinking, my first thought when I was I was watching this was about the film Okja, which is back on Netflix. Actually, it was a Netflix production. It was taken. Uh, I think they stopped showing it for a bit. And I I looked a couple of days ago, and it was it was back on there. And I, I watched it last night. And that is a similar. I would say there is a similar motive in a sense it's not giving the equivalency of humans and animals but it is a dystopian future it's uh well no i suppose present actually it's an alterna- alternative parallel existence if you like where it's it's the same universe but there's this new type of super pig that has been bred mm. and it's beautifully done i mean the director himself is is a incredibly is oscar nomen oscar winning a director I think for, for for other films it's a beautifully produced film it's unfair to compare the two because the Okja budget is a thousand times bigger than than mm. the next girl I would assume but in terms of giving something that's fictionalized that makes us think about animal agriculture it, it smashes it out of the park it's two hours long it's not free on YouTube so there are, there are downsides to it however yeah. if we want to get people to watch something that perhaps they wouldn't ordinarily i don't want to watch animal agriculture oh okay we won't show you dominion then we won't show you land of hope and glory Well, what about okja it's you know it's an award-winning film it's beautifully presented blah 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 blah, blah. i kind of think that is the route to take whereas i mean again well done for trying the next girl but i, I don't think the allegory works and yeah it's it looks to me like a well-produced amateur film, you know, mm-hmm. and this is an amateur podcast. So I'd love to be described as a well-produced amateur podcast. You know, I'm 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 aware of the irony of me criticising somebody for their art here, but I just don't think it quite achieves what, what the animals need it to. But like you say, Julie, it's out there. It's free. You never know what's going to get through to people. So, So have yeah. it up there. Have it up there yeah. just in case.
1: And I think as easy as it is to criticise most of it or nearly all of it, and I feel critical in a sense of all of it personally, and I don't need the message, I'm persuaded anyway, mm. but I think the thing that saves this film for me is the ending. Mm. I do find the ending so powerful that I think even if people do manage to distance themselves from the content leading up to that, and it doesn't hit the mark at that point, I think the ending is so powerful. And and that transition, uh, you know, from woman to cow and into the scenes of um, the dairy industry and all the rest of it, that I feel is really powerful. And it's it's worth putting up with the rest of it. To show people that bit, I think, because I think that's really well done.
0: And that's the way round we'd want it, really, in that we wouldn't Mm. want a really well produced, fictionalized existence Mm. to be really captivating and amazing. And then it cuts to the dairy industry and we're looking at it going, well, it doesn't seem that bad. Or do you know what I mean? We don't want holes in that bit. Whereas actually, that last minute is really well done. Shame a few people will have switched off by that point, but hopefully not many. And actually, mm. let's be real. A lot of people who are going to be watching this are going to be vegan. A lot of activism is done in the name of making more vegans more active. I'm pretty sure direct action everywhere. That is like one of their things. They don't necessarily want to right. convert people to veganism. Of course, they, they'll they take it. But their goal is to encourage more vegans to become activists, whether or not we agree with their, their tactics, that's their goal. And I think watching this as a lot of big proportion of the audience will be vegan. If, if that's enough to encourage people to say, yeah, do you know what? I, I, this really enrages me. This really touches me. I, I want to, I want to join the, the next Viva day of action or, or, or whatever it is, start sharing some social media posts, then great it's it's still a net win, isn't it, I think?
1: Yeah, yeah. And as I say, we just don't know what's going to hit a nerve with people. You cannot predict. I know for me, talking about the Dominion film, in that trailer for it, the scene where the cow... It's, it's shot at quite a distance. It's fairly subtle in a weird kind of way, but there's a shot of a calf getting lifted up and put in a trailer and driven away, and the cow who has recently given birth clearly and is still, you know, quite bloated is trotting after the trailer. It, it looks at a distance, not that bad in a way, mm. but that image upsets me so much. It's mm. that's my yeah. spur. That's yeah. the thing that I was already vegan when I saw that. But if I am ever having a conversation with anybody about the dairy industry, that's the image I keep getting in my head and that just thinking about that can make me cry it's so powerful but you couldn't legislate for that because some people could watch that trailer and hardly notice you know what's wrong with that picture oh yeah there's a cow kind of trotting along in a field Mm.
0: do you know what I mean
1: but for me that absolutely tears my guts
0: out yeah yeah have you seen there's a, a an often shown little clip of a pig I think just after it's been taken to a, an animal sanctuary and let out onto some grass for the first time. Oh yeah. and it's bounding up and down and like that that yeah. gets me almost more than an, anything else to do with animal agriculture like yeah. like you say it's there's no way of knowing what's going to do it so we've just got to keep keep firing as many things until we until we get the message Yay. across to people i suppose. Let's yeah. let's finish things off then so what would we what would we say are our concluding thoughts about the film and and, and who we who we'd show it to, um, if if anyone at this stage. What what would you say, Julie?
1: Well, it's only fifteen minutes long, so it's handy that way. So mm. anybody anybody who was interested enough, I think it's not something I would be really sort of. The minute I saw it, I didn't like share it with loads of people. Going, oh my goodness, this is really. You know, like I did, again, I keep going on about it, but I did that with Dominion Trailer. As soon as I saw that, I was sharing that all over the place because I'd never seen anything like it. Mm. But with this one, I did share it with some people in my family and one of my friends because I wanted a bit of feedback Mm. before I talked to you about it Mm. on here to get some ideas from a range of vegetarians and Mm. a carnist. I have to say, my experience of sharing it with those people, nobody said, oh, that was really powerful. Oh, I'm rethinking my relationship with the dairy industry, or I'm going to switch to plant milk. No, 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 no. But I
0: am going to follow Jamie Logan on Instagram.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, (laughs) And two people on first watching, I don't think they watched it again, but actually needed a bit of ex- a bit of help <laughs> to understand yeah. what was going on and what the you know what it was referencing yeah so
0: yeah 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 well there there we are it's it's i guess that's the risk with these analogies and things isn't it is that it it, it doesn't land i think i might be in a similar camp to you and that i don't think i would be seeking out to to share this with people i i'm I'm kind of intrigued as to someone who's resisted my attempts to, to persuade them to watch some animal ag, whether they'd be persuaded to watch this instead. My my strong hunch is no, and that I'd rather keep my powder dry and wait until there's something like an Okja or even chicken run Two. I mean, we've discussed it last month in the pod. I Can't think of many people who would object to watching chicken run Two, but there's some really good pro animal rights messages in there to be, to be honest. So I, I'd rather use up my uh, vegan film credits with those. I don't know. Next time I'm having a, a conversation with somebody who's vegetarian, and I feel I might be able to get away with it, I might, I might suggest it, but won't hold my breath on that one. But you know, good, good on them for trying. I think we've we've got to keep keep trying things, and it it will have made a, a positive difference to to a lot of people. Which that's all we can do, isn't it? That's all we can do.
1: Well, let's leave things there for now. So, a question for all of you listening right now. Have you seen the next girl? Will you? If not, why not? If you have, what did you think? Have we been too harsh, too kind, or...? Missed the point.
0: Yeah, we love carrying on the discussion with all of you listening. Now, next month, we have a listener mailbag show, so your comments and thoughts are especially welcome. Enough of the falafel at gmail.com is our email address, and we're on Insta, TikTok and Facebook at Enough of the Falafel.
1: That's right. And while you're at it, we'd love to hear your views on next week's discussion topic, where we'll be talking to some hunt saboteurs about wildlife crimes and, direct action and the way in which the sab movement is, and often is not, covered by the media.
0: Absolutely, I cannot wait for that episode. We've been building up to it for a few weeks now and it's finally coming. Right, thanks everyone for listening. If you've liked the show, do share it with your friends. If you haven't enjoyed it, share it with people that you don't like.
1: We'll be back on Monday with all the vegan news and commentary in episode 37 of Vegan Week. Until then, I've been Julie.
0: And I've been Anthony. And you've been listening to Vegan Talk from Enough of the Falafel. This show is kindly sponsored by our friends at Fire & Flow Coffee Roasters. And they're such great people. They're offering all enough of the Falafel listeners a cheeky 10% off orders on their online store when using the code falafel10. That's falafel, the number 10. Fire and Flow are specialty coffee roastery based in the Cotswold with a fully vegan coffee shop on site. Yeah, they're a vegan founded company too. They're run by three friends, Shah, Callum and Phil, and they specialize in roasting and supplying wholesale coffee beans to coffee shops, restaurants, hotels, and offices. For the wholesale part of their operations, they work with other businesses to help them get the most out of their coffee offering with free barista training and full technical support included. The products themselves are the result of their passion for working with skilled and ethical-minded farmers who produce the highest quality beans. Fire and Flow then roast them to perfection in small batches at their roastery in Sirencester, which you can visit at any time book onto one of their barista courses or roastery tours via their website, fireandflowcoffee.co.uk. While you're there, you can check out the beautiful, fully vegan coffee shop on site. I've been there myself. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's open seven days a week from nine till three. The last time I went, it was a Sunday afternoon. It was glorious. It's just a fab place to hang out and feel good about life. Give them a follow on Instagram to get the latest at Fire and Flow Coffee. And for those online orders, remember the code exclusively for our brilliant enough of the falafel community that is falafel ten. ten is one and zero so falafel one zero.